0: Always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you that the strongest one of all is for you. As I lifted my pearl earring out of the trash bag, I was so glad that moments earlier, something just kind of clicked in my brain and stopped me in my tracks. I was holding this piece of jewelry in my hand while I was on my way to throw away an old receipt. By the time I got to the garbage, I guess the lines in my brain got crossed up and I just dumped everything in my hand into the wastebasket. It happened while I was in the middle of doing chores. Once I start cleaning, you should know this about me, I sort of get in a zone. My husband Kenya often teases me about my tendency to throw everything away as I straighten things up. I am guilty as charged. I just like surfaces to be spotless. I get in those corners and crevices. I get rid of useless trinkets and papers. I shine faucets and get things spick and span, as my father would say. Thanks to my dad, a military man, I learned to clean the house a certain way. That's not to say I'm a neat freak. I wouldn't classify myself that way, but I just like to clean things in an extra special way. You see, dad taught me and my siblings all about this white glove inspection that Army officials did when he was in the service to ensure that soldiers thoroughly cleaned their barracks. They would literally wear a pair of white gloves, Dad told me, and run their hands along surfaces. It had to be spotless, he said. If that glove got dirty, somebody was in big trouble. So my father would often do his own inspections of our housework. He would look behind couches, under the beds, in the closets, all the places we tend to hide. Clutter. He'd run his fingers across shelves, over the tops of doors, and underneath television sets, which are often left dusty. I would just kind of stand there holding my breath. It was like time would stand still while I was waiting for him to be done with his inspection. Dad wanted to see his face in faucets and make sure there were no extra containers or items on tables, countertops, and dressers. I used to feel so pleased when he would walk into the room after I had tidied it up and say, with a smile, now this is my kind of clean. That meant I did a good job. Spiritually speaking, in order to live victorious lives, our spiritual houses need to be the kind of clean our Heavenly Father endorses. And this is an important principle I'm going to share to help you walk in victory. We learned this really good lesson from Luke chapter 11, verses 14 through 28. After Jesus had cast out a demon that caused a person to be mute, this mute person spoke. Now, upon witnessing this miraculous deliverance, the Bible says the multitudes marveled over this healing. Some, on the other hand, accused Jesus of casting out the devil by the power of the devil. This is an argument that our Savior masterfully refuted. Jesus schooled his detractors and told them that there's no way that a house or kingdom divided against itself can stand. He illustrated this point by saying the only way someone can enter a strong man's house and take over is if he's stronger than the strong man. In other words, Jesus was saying he was able to cast the devil out because he's stronger, greater, and more powerful. That's some good news for the believer, right? You don't have to cower in fear when the enemy comes against you because the one who dwells in you is greater, stronger, and more powerful than the one who's in the world, according to 1 John 4.4. 4. We love to quote it. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I like to personalize it. Now, in verses 24 through 26, Jesus says something that is really, really important also that I want you to zone in on. He explains that after casting out a demon, the evil spirit doesn't just go on his way. How many know that the devil is not giving up that easy? Uh uh-uh. Jesus said, once the demon finds that person's spiritual house has been swept and put in order, he goes out and gets seven other spirits more wicked than himself. They enter that person, and leave the individual worse off, that is if the greater power, Christ, is not dwelling in the person. Why is this so important? Well, the kind of clean that guarantees victorious living cannot be performed through religious rituals that produce no real change. Jesus wanted them to know it is only when he has lordship over your life that you see amazing things begin to happen. When Jesus dwells in your spiritual house, your heart, that's where your are spiritual house is, then Satan can't just come in and have his way because the strongest man of all lives there. When you're controlled and empowered by the Spirit of God, you don't have to worry about the antics of the enemy. He's already defeated anyway. You have authority through Christ Jesus. If you're submitted to the will of God and have totally given over to the Lord, your heavenly Father is smiling, I believe, and saying, now this is my kind of cling. That old devil has been driven out of your life. He has no place. Now, that doesn't mean he won't come against you. I promise he will, but his attempts will fail. The attack won't work because the victory already belongs to you. You have no need to fear. I don't know what you're going through right now while you're listening to this podcast, but if you're under attack and the enemy is coming against your faith, against your finances, against your family, he's messing with you in the workplace, in the church house, wherever you are, in your body. If he's attacking you, then this is a word of encouragement encouragement for you, you have the victory. No matter how forceful the winds blow and how hard the stormy waves crash against you, they will neither crush nor overtake you, but rather blessings will overtake you. If God allowed this storm, guess what? It'll work for your good in the end. Just know that your love walk with Jesus is what fortifies you against the wiles, the trickery and the treachery of the devil. So call upon the name of the Lord. Know who you are. Remain faithful and in his will and submit it to his plan. When you are in a posture of submission, then you are in the perfect position of obedience to receive all God has for you. And he recognizes your voice when you call upon his name. You belong to him and he responds in kind. To remind you of this truth, I'm stirring up Psalm 91 and 14 through 15 in the New King James Version right on into your cup of inspiration. And it says this, because. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. All that thing ought to make you happy in your spirit. As you drink down the contents of your cup, hold on to the promise of God's word. Know that your relationship with the most high God qualifies you for the victory, for the breakthrough, for the season of harvest that you're walking into and since you have the invincible omnipotent one working for you who then can be against you let the devil rear his head let him come after you let him try to hit you with his best shot you'll still be standing at the end of the day because the strong man the strongest one of all he rules in your heart my friend the incontrovertible truth of Isaiah 54 and 17 is what I want to leave with you And it says no weapon formed against you shall prosper, receive it today and claim your victory by faith. Now, let's pray. God, I pray for this. My sister, this my brother, the enemy is coming after them and attacking them in every way imaginable. But we know that they have victory through your name. So today I plead the blood of Jesus over their lives as they walk in submission to you. I thank you for the breakthrough that's coming their way. It is so in Jesus name.